2: blue kool-aid drinkers we are back baby we are back we're recording this on december 13th that's wednesday night uh the wednesday night before the lions finally get back home to take on the broncos it's a big game it's a better game than people thought only a few weeks ago um and we have a lot to talk about we have entering the lions den we have jeff entering the lions den we'll get to that then we have a guest picker a little bit later on joining uh, for our predictions. We got it all. But most importantly, we got the whole Blue Kool-Aid crew here to talk about the game. So let's get to them. So I'm Big Z, let's get to the rest. We got Bob. What's up,
3: Lions fans? Rudd Dog. Yo. UJ. Hello, Kool-Aid drinkers. And Connor. Hello.
2: All right, gentlemen. So uh, the Lions, four-point favorites. They're back home. And... The whole active roster is practicing this week and active roster, I say. Like, not, not like James Houston or anything like that, but Frank Ragnow is back at practice. Taylor That's Decker TV. back at practice. So our O line is intact for the moment. Uh, it's still, you know, a long week. We'll see what happens, but uh, it, it looks promising. And the Lions need their O line all back fully healthy, especially our MVP Frank Ragnow. Um yeah. but I think we'll be talking about that and everything else in a little bit, but I want to jump right into our popular segment that, of course, is entering the lion's den. And today we have a special guest, a brave guest. He has a child and a wife. He has a family. So I hope, you know, nothing bad happens to you, Jeff, while you enter this dangerous lion's den, you know, hopefully you escape it your life. <laughs> but let's introduce Jeff Barris into the lines. And a Denver Broncos fan. He was dropped on his hey head Jeff. as a child.
4: Welcome, welcome, to- welcome.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> we are. Hopefully, too- I don't get too many bites taken yeah, out of me. We'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. see.
2: But Jeff, we got to ask you first. Why the hell are you a Broncos fan? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
1: Yes. So Chicago native, I uh, have some family that are from the Denver area. My grandmother actually worked for the Broncos for about 20 years. Um, so she's got, she had her own Super Bowl rings and everything. So it runs thick in my oh, wow. blood.
2: That's not an excuse, but that's a nice story. That is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jeff, uh, jumping into the team a little bit here. Uh, this was an awful team a year ago, but horrendous. They fired their coach, not even. He didn't make the whole season, right? Heck, didn't make the whole season.
1: He did not, and it was not a game uh, too soon. brought so. that
2: offense over to New York Jets, so that's been fun to watch. Um, and now Dan Campbell's mentor, Sean Payton, takes over the Denver Broncos. And just your thoughts on how he's handled this team uh, compared to last year.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a a steady growth, I would say. So, I was um, a little bit hesitant when he was first hired, um, just because he kind of had a big mouth coming in. So, he was talking (laughs) a lot about the previous regime, which, which I didn't love. I try to stay away as much as possible from bulletin board material. I mean, the Broncos, it seemed like they were on Twitter every single day just getting clowned last year. So, I was trying to avoid as much of that as possible. But, Similar to Dan Campbell, I mean culture builders, right? That's what I that's what I think of when I think of Sean Payton and Dan Campbell. Just they're going to set the culture, and and slowly people are going to buy in or or get shipped out, and that's how it's going to get turned around. I think that's what we're seeing so far this year.
2: UJ, you got a question for him? Mm,
4: well, <laughs> yeah. What uh, what's happened in the last few weeks that turned this team around? Because uh, in the beginning of the season this team is considered just down there with the Bears and a couple and the Carolina Panthers, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they just started winning. Now they're, what, six out of the last seven, and they're one of the hottest teams in the league. What what do you think was the key to the turnaround?
1: Yeah, so I, I think it came, you know, that, that Miami Dolphins game that no one can forget about, I think <laughs> kind of was the pivotal moment because what happened after that, kind of what I said with the culture builders I think you had four or five different starters get turned over on defense uh, and either shipped out or, or riding the bench now. And I think it's guys that are just buying into the scheme. And then on offense, um, just setting the tone by running the ball and um, not letting Russ cook, I guess. So if you, if you watch a Broncos game, it's a lot of checkdowns, a lot of running the ball, and then taking, you know, Three or four deep shots a game, hoping you hit two of them. That's that's been the recipe to, of, for success for them for the for the last you know seven game stretch, and then just playing stingy, stingy defense and getting tons of turnovers. Yeah, what is it like?
2: Let rust simmer. What, what's the new phrase? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like late, yeah, like cook or something like that. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, Connor.
5: Oh boy. Um, well, first off, I want to say. Being a Broncos fan is much better than being. So you made a partially good choice. <laughs> yeah. Um. Who would, you, <laughs> who would you say, uh, if you were a Lions fan, uh, what would be your, what would scare you the most on this Broncos defense?
1: Yeah, so on the defense, be ready for a lot of blitzing from a lot of different people. So I think, you know, even going back to last week, I think three of their four starting secondary players each had a sack. Um, and also both of their their starting linebackers. So expect a lot a lot of exotic blitzing mm. must be- um to come from all over the place.
5: That must mm. be nice. Exotic? With the lions, you can see the blitz coming from ten thousand miles away. So <laughs> I don't really know what <laughs> yeah. that
1: feels yeah. like. But. all right, Bob.
3: Yeah, I was a, I was a Broncos fan very briefly when uh, Tim Tebow was there. I mean, as a secondary Tebow. thing, I just
1: like yeah. pro you know. Tebow, Jeff. <laughs> Absolutely. I I love Tebow mania. It was a fun time. I mean, that that pass that he made in the, the playoff game against the Steelers is etched into my memory. So that oh, one you. that one will go down in history yeah. for me.
3: Wait, what's I was curious about a guy on your team, uh, Cortland Sut- Sutton Sutton. That guy, every, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't watch a lot of Broncos games, but every time I do, it seems like he's making a play. Is he like Mr. Reliable out there?
1: Yeah, so um, Russ has definitely found the recipe for Cortland. It's throw a deep, and, and he'll come down and grab it. So, you know, people call it a 50-50 ball, but when he's on the field, it's it's more like a probably a 70-30 ball. He just finds a way to come down with those contested catches, and if you've seen a couple from the past week's, Uh, he's got an arm pinned by his side and he's making one handed catches. So it's just been truly incredible to watch. You know, he had a really exciting first year or two, uh, and then went down with a, with a torn ACL and missed a year. And then you saw what the offense was, you know, the last two years prior to this. So he's finally just getting back to that exciting form that we saw when he was early in his career.
2: Nice. Yeah. And Jerry, Jerry Judy has been underwhelming, right?
1: Yeah, Jerry, you know, he's got all the skills up until it's time to catch the ball. So I've never <laughs> seen someone get more open and just not be able to complete the catch. Uh, it's been frustrating. I'm sure it's been frustrating for him, too. But I'm I'm hoping, you know, he can start to squeeze some of these because it's it's true. If you watch the film, he gets he gets open like no one I've ever seen before. Just either Russ doesn't see him or when he does see him, he just can't squeeze the ball.
2: I got you, Rud dog yeah Jeff uh,
6: I got a question. How much did you drink after that Miami game?
1: Uh, yeah that was a tough one um that was that was the one where it almost turned into just almost a joke. I wanted them to break the record 'cause at
4: that
1: at that point, it had been a full year plus of just being totally embarrassing, so I was like how how can we find a new low so uh that was. A unique yeah, game. Who's for the sure. offensive
2: lineman that said, like I'm getting tired of losing? Uh I've been here for seven years or yes. something like that. Or
1: yeah, Garrett Bowles yeah, yeah, yeah. is our, mm-hmm. our left tackle. So much maligned. He's taken a lot of heat. He's been one of the longest standing, you know, Bronco players on this team. So um he he takes a lot of heat, but he's now getting some of the credit too with the turnaround. So that's like nice your favorite player, see.
2: Quinn Miners, though,
1: Jeff? D three offensive lineman? Yeah, you yeah, you know I love the D3 <laughs> boys. He's he's great to watch, just an absolute ass kicker. So he's been fun. But is he uh, out this week? Definitely way? fun to see. I know he went to the hot bowl with so like a he, heart uh, thing, right, or something? Yeah, so he, um, he's back on the field, so I, I they said no oh, wow. issues with him. But he's actually been been graded out as one of the best yeah. run blockers in the entire NFL, so his trajectory has been absolutely crazy from you know, missing his senior year of college in Division three because of COVID to now being one of the best linemen in the what NFL. 3 school awesome he went to, to? Whitewater. He went, oh, he yeah, was Whitewater. Whitewater.
2: Okay.
4: Yeah. We got a lot of D3 mm-hmm. guys here, you know,
1: Jeff.
4: Absolutely.
1: Count me the in. A
4: guys here, a couple of Wesleyan guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, nice. But I'm, I mean, I'm more curious about the Lions because, you know, as a Broncos fan, what happened for us is, at the trade deadline, right? Uh, Lots of people wanted us to sell off, but there was a strong contingent that said, look at what the Lions did last year, closing out the season on a high note and now entering into this year, you know, just winning and winning big. Um, So that's, that's kind of our perspective. So I see this game as like uh, a clash of the 2022 Lions versus 2023 Lions Mm -hmm. in the Broncos. So I'm excited to see how it plays out.
6: Well, if you watch last year, there was a game when we played the Panthers, and this is going to be like that game for you, so you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. It was a blowout. That, was that, that a humbling uh, loss, yeah. I, no. okay. Humbling, <laughs>
6: humbling, and the one that knocked us off the just out of the reach of the playoffs. But
3: uh.
1: yeah. <laughs> So I I will say since we beat um since we beat the Bills, this game has been circled as this is the toughest game that's left on the schedule. And yeah. if we have to lose this one, it will probably be that one. So that's the perspective of of broncos fans coming into this one. Is you know, it's gonna be a tough game. If we have to lose it, this will be the one to and lose. There's someone else
2: we haven't mentioned yet. Uh Javante Williams, Jeff. Uh th- they just handed off to him like fifteen to sixteen times g- even twenty times a game. The man uh you know, he came. In, he was injured last year, right? Uh part of the year? It yeah, the year or something like that. But he hasn't yeah, completed. so
1: I think week two or three, yeah, week two or three, he uh, just tore up his entire knee and um, came back within a year to be ready for week one this year. So it's been a slow progression of him getting back into into game shape and things like that. But uh, he's a. A true bell cow man. He'll he'll run eighteen carries for about two and a half yards of carry, and then just set the offense up for someone else to break it. So he's uh It's a thankless job that he's doing, but he yards does it well. A
2: cloud of dust, eh?
1: Exactly. Nice.
2: Well, you still play on grass. Definitely. Well, UJ, I think you got another question for him. Who?
4: But yeah, I have. A, here's a question. You know, this is to prove that you are a true fan, and if you don't answer this yeah. right, you're not a true fan. And it's,
1: it's just a simple okay.
4: thing. Uh we'd like you to sing us the Denver Broncos fight song.
1: Oh boy. I you know, I know they have one, I do not know oh. it. So oh. I'll have to I'll have to turn oh, in my no. fandom. No, yeah. that's wow. disappointing. It was a good run. It was Bummer. a good run, Jeff. Yeah.
2: You, you yeah. brought it mine. So you can always man, come back yeah. though. Learn isn't it like <laughs> yeah. isn't it country yeah. road? Take me home.
1: No? <laughs> there you John go. Dunn-Dunner. That works for me.
2: Denver,
4: Denver, Denver. Yeah, I you're
1: John Elway, Denver Broncos. Oh, well, yeah, failing
4: pretty badly here, Jeff. You're doing. Really <laughs> you were doing <laughs> so well. He was doing good. Yeah, not like Bucky
2: Bron. <laughs> is Bucky Broncos? <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just making up something. But it, that sounds like it involved in a, a fight song with the Broncos. And
3: yeah.
2: You
4: know, and why not would sure. you name a team after the dumbest animal in the animal kingdom, like? Horses, I mean, they're beautiful and they're big and they're strong and all that, but they're really dumb. You know, they're, they're really not smart. So, why would you name a team after a horse? You know, it's just, I didn't, I
1: didn't they're, you know, they're majestic against those blue mountains. <laughs> they look great. Okay. I'll give you that. I got
6: a question, Jeff. On a, on a scale of not one to fan, 10, Jeff. on a scale, yeah, yeah not, not true friend, Jeff. Man. I got a question. Uh, <laughs> 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 on a scale of one to 10, one being you're captured by the government secret away underneath the Denver airport, never to be seen again. And 10 being you're trampled by a herd of Broncos. How scared are you of the Lions this week?
1: Uh, that's an interesting scale, so I don't know how to put a number on it. But, I mean, you guys are a really tough curious. team. So I'll I, I've, i yeah. So I'll say like a seven or an eight. So I think this one, beer. I think the Broncos, it's like in yeah, Stamped, the Broncos or a might of ponies
2: or something like certain. Right the yeah. Like, yeah. There you go. Mico yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh,
1: I get concerned teams that play the Broncos that have uh, a calm quarterback scare me. Right. Cause like I said, they rely so heavily on the blitz. If you have a quarterback that's confident and can just make the right read quickly coming off the blitz, you can, you can pick us apart and it will be a long day. Also, I feel like the Broncos haven't been able to cover a tight end adequate, mm. adequately Ooh. since like two thousand five. So, I, if there is a an over under for uh, your tight end, I would Have take you, the over. Uh,
6: what, are you, what are your thoughts on Sammy Laporta? Have you been paying attention to him at all?
1: Yeah, he's great, right? Yeah. So it's all these Iowa boys. They don't they don't get a yeah. chance to uh, they don't get a chance to catch the ball in college, and then they just go wild <laughs> and, once they hit the yeah, NFL. Very much it's
5: bizarre by design. How they get all
1: the Who's good
2: your, ones. Is J- Josie Jewell still your linebacker, right, in uh, Singleton? Those are your two linebackers? Yep. Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton. Usually yep. assigned to Jewell? the tight end to cover.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm not sure. I think they kind of switch off, but it seems like most of the time it's Singleton. and then well, like um fire, paper, scissors, Play, play you a lot. Line- right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they they each run a 40 begin at the beginning of each game to see who's faster that day and that's who gets more pass coverage.
2: And is uh Kareem Jackson is he back this week? Is he ready to like, you know, just completely murder somebody on the field? That's it's uh, his next step, right? <laughs> he just like,
1: Yeah, Kareem, he's just uh, you know, the the league and the game has passed him by. If he was this was 10 years ago, he'd be one of the best safeties in the league. No one He's one of the best pure hitting safeties that I've seen in a long time. It's just unfortunate that the rules have have morphed to uh, kind of put him well, out of really pasture. He's really good
2: at hitting people in the head. He's really good at that.
1: Yes. Well, and that's the other thing is he just, I feel like he's decided he's old enough. He's <laughs> not going to change himself to the game. So he's just going <laughs> to lay some big hits. And yeah, he, he admitted go on as much. Way. Like, but... I don't know what I did wrong still.
2: <laughs> i suspended yeah. for four yeah. games or whatever, how many games was.
1: But, you know. Bright spot is PJ Locke has come in as his replacement and has been a breath of fresh air. You know, he's just as good on the blitz and, and tackler, and I think he's actually a little bit more responsible in coverage than than Kareem has been for the last year or two. But, you know, it's always nice to have that extra safety blanket of Justin Simmons back there, too.
2: I got you. Any last questions, gentlemen, before we wrap it up? No. All right. So, Jeff, before you go, we need you to give your prediction for this game.
1: Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm not feeling super confident about this one, so I'm gonna say Lions 27, oh, uh, Broncos. No, all right. Nice. Wow. Uh,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep yeah, your crowd. to saying that so we we'll let them out here alive. Than yeah.
4: That's the only reason. Yeah, saying that's saying
1: right. It. I do think I I do think the Broncos cover the spread. Don't know if they uh don't know if they well, win. Don't, win don't now, try man. to seduce so. us as you're gonna get out of here. You <laughs> can't do that. We're not fall for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. There you have it. Jeff
2: is predicting a Lions victory, um, and he does not know the fight song to the Broncos. Um, so, not a true fan, Jeff. We thank you for joining <laughs> and fan. entering the Lions Den. It looks like you're barely escaping to your with your life, so you can go home to the wife and kid, yeah. tell them that you're okay. We only
1: kill the true um, fans. Phone them right after. Here, so yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> right off into the sun. Well, thanks for having me, fellas. Hey, when we meet it. When we meet in the Super Bowl in February, I'll have the fight <laughs> song memorized go. for right, when right, I come right, back right. We'll bring you back <laughs> <laughs> on. Oh, beautiful. You're beautiful. Right. beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, All Jeff. right. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks
7: <laughs> What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify.
2: All right. So, there you have it. Uh Jeff, uh thank you for joining the pod. He predicts a Lions victory. What a beautiful beautiful thing. is he, yeah. he like a uh,
6: sleeper Lions fan though or something picking the Lions? I don't know. You know, I roomed with him and went to college with him long. and
2: stuff, so uh it's just rubbed off on him over time.
3: I guess. yeah Yeah. Uh, you know, We've had a couple of people come to the dens now in the den and pick the lions. It's it's a different era now. Yeah, they're scared. Yeah, of the yeah. den, you know, it, it never happened in
4: the Patricia era. I don't think anyone. If you would ever went on ever someone played. else's den, would you pick their team against us? The lions? Would no. anybody here? Depends
2: there. how fearful I am.
4: Well,
6: based on, on my track here, record, I would. I might. You know, I, I often I waver on if I'm going to pick. the What lions. do you think they call it?
5: Like, do the Ravens fans call it? Like, what would they even call theirs? like
4: entering the nest a
5: murder entering the nest yeah, yeah. The nest. Oh, no. yeah the nest den just why. sounds so good on the perch yeah huh.
4: something
7: like that uh, <laughs> entering
4: the pasture evermore ron goes yeah. uh <laughs> yeah. entering
5: Nevermore. the pasture i love yeah Enter- <laughs> 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 i
4: don't know entering well, the
5: cheese packing factory <laughs> <I> <laughs> um,
2: of Packers. So going back to that injury report uh as I briefly mentioned before, but Taylor Decker um, is back at practice back. Um, in a limited capacity, and also uh, Josh Reynolds is a new injury, a back injury. He's he was a limited practice participant. Frank Gregg now is back again. Frank Gregg now is dealing with a toe, a back, and a knee. <laughs> the man is, uh, Which... you know, they're just wrapping him with him. Uh, you know tape everywhere on his body, pretty much.
5: It's musical um, chairs. Which and, and before we get to like doesn't... our prediction
2: okay. segments. Yeah. I mean, even before like we get to our prediction segments and stuff uh, as as we wait for our guest picker to join, um, I, I just want to talk briefly about the last game again. I went back and watched some of the film. I'm not sure if any of you guys went back and watched. Um I did not. The truthfully. biggest problem I have with I, I'm going to start with the defense, at least uh, the biggest problem I have with the defense is that our D tackles are not very good. <laughs> uh, they continue to be not a, a pass major, major issue. Um they're awful at pass rushing that's that's the main point i'm getting at they're, they're okay at defending oh, the run but pass i'm just saying, give them their um, due in the run but yeah their pass rush is terrible yes uh and like I, bugs and and, and pa, i mean and this goes to some of our deons too like pascal i, I noticed has no instincts rushing to passer whatsoever um and and I, aaron glenn did we 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 talked about this before. He tried to do like maintain your rush lane to defend Justin Fields, the mobile quarterback. And in this mm-hmm. last game, they tried a bunch of stunts and stuff, and it also did not work. <laughs> so yeah, he is trying that, different too. things. I have noticed, um, you know. But yeah. as Connor mentioned, we're not like the greatest designed blitzes. Did you uh, like, Did you hear about like that? Hutch was calling the
6: wrong called the wrong stuntzy, like on What's one that? of them at least. One of the big ones where we missed Fields. Hutch called the wrong stunt. <laughs> and got excited Oh, he wanted to i missed like so yeah because uh Glenn in his interview was talking about it uh apparently they give him a little bit of like like hutch has uh the ability to call the stunts and twists up front and he called the wrong one that was more for like a pass rush or something and it just put everyone in the wrong position uh <laughs> oh hey z but, uh, i think well, interesting aspect. uh this
3: uh it's a little overplayed i think this whole lions defense is horrible thing like 'Cause that, oh, that, that last game they they did look bad early on that first drive and everything. But then they kind of settled in and we got the lead. We had it yeah. coming out in the half. And if it wasn't for the turnovers, you know, they're yeah. giving a short field all day, most of the, all those Bears scoring drives, they all started over the fifty yard line. So it's not like they've yeah. been pinned deep and the lines well, are there's <laughs> only two touchdowns,
6: failing. really, and one and came with good point bad so,
3: play by Hutchinson again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean Hutch had no, no, that's true. Plays, that's not normally what happens. So, I don't
5: no. know. I, I thought the defense was remarkable. Well, go ahead, Connor. I, I do agree. And I do think all the three and outs were not helping the defense either. And like this was more on the offense. But going back to the blitzes, I think if we could better disguise these blitzes, it could make up for some of these problems. Like rushing four is just not working. We're not getting to the quarterback nearly fast enough. And when we do blitz, it's so obvious. And I don't know. You have to find a way to, to cover the guys you have, and Aaron Glenn has not found the way to do it. He is trying. I'll give him credit, but that is a serious
6: issue. <gasps> Connor just gave Aaron yeah. Glenn credit. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs>
2: nice. well, 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 and then the, the other um, the other aspect I saw from uh, watching the film was that uh, Graham Glasgow had a, just an horrendous game it was very very bad um probably he worse did. than I even thought <laughs> <G-G> <laughs> uh, our right guard a G-G. Uh, it was Saka or however you pronounce it um it actually played fairly decent uh, but I see just getting blown off the ball constantly and missing blocks and letting him go um it was by far his worst game of the season uh but he goes back to I I think where we all think his better spot is which is the guard position uh this week hopefully hopefully fingers crossed with Frank Gregg now mm. hopefully returning but enough of that. Let's get now. So our guest picker is here. Uh, let's get to the last two segments of the night. And that is our prediction segments. And we got two of them. We got our roar of the week. And then we have here. our final predictions. But first, before we get into all that, let's introduce our guest picker. Adam,
6: Alec. Adam, welcome to Pod, everybody. Good up,
8: brother. Hello. Hey, Hello. Hey, Thank you Adam? all for having me. Adam, Thank Welcome. To
2: the pod first, um, introduce yourself and tell us why you are Lions fan and why you love this team this season.
8: So I'm Adam. I've been on the podcast a few times before. Uh, been a Lions fan my whole life. Uh, grew up in Detroit. Moved to Illinois when uh, I was forced to by my parents moving, <laughs> mm-hmm. and still followed the Lions ever since uh this season there's just a lot of promise from the young talent which i'm absolutely loving that means even though we have a few people leaving a lot of the stuff we're, that's going to be good is staying so that that to me is really promising even if uh anything happens this season we have something for the future
6: thank you yeah.
2: definitely definitely and what just point out, point out one person in particular that gets you most excited.
8: Oh, I mean, I'm still surprised Brian Branch fell to us. That really shouldn't have happened.
2: Yeah, it's been a gift.
8: Uh, I, Yeah, I, I will be rooting for Branch until he retires in Detroit. <laughs> I like
2: that. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, let's go get into our first predictions. That's our Roar of the Week. And if you're not familiar, listeners or Adam, that's where you pick the player. Not necessarily that's going to have the biggest stats in the game or anything like that. Just the biggest impact overall in the game. Like, for instance, a couple of weeks ago, I would have picked... Or the Roar of the Week would have been Laporta with his effect on the game. Uh, so, let's go around the horn here. And let's start with
3: Bob. I'm going to start with you. All right. This is for Roar of the Week. Roar of the Week? Yes. Okay. Sweet, right. I'm going to... uh oh. The guy... I'm going to go with the guy who's been struggling a little bit lately, and that's our quarterback, Jared Goff. He's been uh, a little rough, a little loose with the ball lately, but uh, I think getting back at home and under the perfect conditions of the of Ford field that he'll be going off this week. So looking for a big game from Goff. A few touchdown passes, close to 300 yards passing, so... Jared Goff is my roar
2: of the week. Yeah. There we go. All right. Beautiful, beautiful. Like that, and like Jared Goff's hey. stats are incredibly better at home, especially um, in the dome setting that the Lions have. Uh, did, did you guys like the glove he wore last week? Do you think that affected his stone at all? He's, he's constantly adjusting it throughout the game. I, I just don't love that. It seems I, I like the glove affects the every up. quarterback.
5: I like don't know. So
6: there's It's not, not natural. <laughs> Adam's got a point. I think is more notoriously than
8: the bad with gloves. So, okay, like well, he, he has a, a career, including college of being awful with gloves. Whenever he wears them, the game goes poorly. What? So that, th- I think that was a thing from the yeah. start.
3: Maybe if he goes to Mittens this week. Instead <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> Except for
6: my understanding is he wore them in Green Bay last year when we went off. And he I wouldn't call great. It a great
2: game by him, by any means. Like,
5: yeah. Through that wore, like...
2: dime to freaking Raymond
6: on the So one, line one like, throw is enough saying, to negate his entire point? in Chicago, too. I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just saying I'm not willing to. Maybe, maybe it's the gloves, but. I just think. I mean, I don't think was the, more the to do the with main struggles. Issue in this
2: game. It was his. The
6: pass rush
5: and cover. I think it's yeah. his really, yeah. really small, tiny hands. And oh, those yeah. hands are so small, he has to wear gloves. Got the small <laughs> hands. It might be a factor.
8: I mean, they're it's not good. Kenny Pickett hands. I'm kidding. I bought the you, whole hand they're thing. They're not
2: Kenny Pickett, Pickett tiny. But, um. Uh, Ruddog, Dog, your Roar of the Week. I can say that. My hey, wife's a Steelers well,
6: fan. Well, my Roar of the Week <laughs> will play right off, uh, Bob's because. I think, to get golf going, get this offense going again, cause, and I've seen this observation made a few times because I made it after the game, which is sort of the answer to our defense is sort of like a dome, just settle into that middle of the field where Goff loves hitting the crossing, the in-breaking routes and stuff, or like the shorter sideline stuff. But to break that this week, we're going to hit j deep a few times along the sideline on some nice verticals, and Goff's going to get it there for at least two tutties. And 125 yards for J Mo. And he's going to make his biggest breakout game to date, baby.
2: J Mo is my roar of the week. Under the
6: night.
2: You think he'll have more than two catches for the first time in his career this game, then? That's what you're saying?
4: That would be awesome.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Least... That's crazy, you know, that he hasn't had more than two in a game yet. It's uh, insane. You know, it was what it is. But uh, Adam, your roar of the week.
8: All right, mine, uh, I feel like I need to pick someone other than Jared Goff, but <laughs> go that, through, that was actually go who I...
2: Yeah, go with him. Yeah. That's your pick.
8: No, uh, so th- this, I would say, is a good opportunity for Goff to really start getting back into the swing of things. We've got Ragnar back. That's going to solidify the line for him. Uh, the big thing for me... It's going to be how uh, the Decker uh, injury report goes and if he ends up playing. Uh, I think it might actually work out if he doesn't end up playing because that gives us flexibility to play Laporta on either side. Decker notoriously doesn't like uh, tight ends playing next to him. If we can have to what, watch back through the seasons, he doesn't like having a tight end next to him. Uh, and he's actually made some comments about it, too.
3: Hmm.
8: Uh, if yeah. we can if we can have Laporta line up on either side, that's going to allow for a lot more flexibility for Goff. Uh, he's going to have more time uh, than he did last week. And giving him that opportunity, I think that's going to get him on the right path, set us up for the rest of the season. Uh, if I have to pick someone else, though, I would say Brian Branch, uh, my favorite of the rookies. Uh, just because uh both Sutton and Judy like to line up in the slot. Uh both have fifty plus percent lineup in the slot. So that's gonna be a great matchup if we can uh get branch lined up on either of them. So those are my two picks Ooh. for Roar of the Week. One yeah. offense, one defense. For your for your what of the, what of the week? What my roar of the week! There you wow. go. Yeah, a, double right.
3: like it. like a double roar! It's like knowledge
8: I'm going to double roar. <laughs> wow. It's
3: like a. All right.
5: Like
8: a... Got yeah. her. I had to think fast when Goff was already picked.
5: <laughs> well, uh, my player um, has had a mini slump of sorts. I think everyone in this chat would agree, um, and that is Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, mm-hmm. he had like three drops. Was that three drops in a row last week or something? something uh, like one that. of those throws was really bad, but it was like very uncharacteristic from him. And I think he's going to have a huge bounce back game and it's going to go with Bob and Adam's, uh, golf picks. I think golf's going to play really solid. I think Amon-Ra is going to get at least 120 yards, and seven catches, oh. and oh. one touchdown. Wow. And he is my roar of the week. Yeah.
2: All right. There we yeah. go. Beautiful yeah. pick, beautiful pick, beautiful story, UJ. Yeah, All
4: right, I see sort of a theme going here, but uh, you know, we had a double roar—the first I've ever seen—and but my roar is maybe bending the Stork. rules a bit here, uh, and I think this is a, a question of pride. You know, it's been the last couple of games have been rough, and uh, but I'm gonna my roar of the week is gonna be our offensive line as a unit. I think this unit. Has been beat down a little bit over the last few weeks, and uh, you know they've been abused, uh, you know, by the press and and the fans and stuff. And it, it's a matter of pride here. I, I think they're going to come out and just have a really good game against this Denver Broncos team and uh, allow Jared Goff and all these guys to just light it up out there. So my roar of the week is going to be the Lions' offensive
2: line as a unit. Ooh, all right. That's it. Wait, that's a a quintuple roar of the week.
4: <laughs> <A> quintuple <laughs> roar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quintuple. I, guess. Don't I, guess guess is. I don't know. I I had to. I couldn't just it's say real, one real guy Wait, that are line. We counting that line the extra linemen? <laughs> so anyway, are we, I'm sticking with. Yeah, it yeah that's true. It. If you count
5: rotational, rotational guys, that's even more. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 They're gonna give Goff all kinds of time in this game, and Goff's gonna shred them. Because of our offensive line. Well, what happened
5: to the sanctity of the roar of the week? Now any someone should name the entire I picked the whole the Lions,
2: moment. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
3: The Lions are my roar. Well, well what didn't Z have Aaron Glenn once, I think.
2: <laughs> I, I did, I did. Man. I bent the rules that I at least the that's one aid? person.
3: Yeah.
2: I thought Connor was gonna go Aaron Glenn this week, Bob, but uh... <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, that know, would be shocking. Oh, that'll be the day. I do <laughs> think day. one of these last four games, the Lions are going to have a really strong defensive performance Ooh, that uh-huh. makes everyone go back. I don't know if it's going to be this week, but it will Bold be prediction. one of these games. Wow! Wow!
8: Bold prediction. Oh, wow. I mean, wow. now that Nick Mullins is starting for the Vikings, the Vikings
3: yeah. are a team. Formerly I'm at. Uh,
5: the Lions, yeah, who got I've cut. the uh... <laughs> So. lions legend yeah yeah every lions
3: practice squad guy is starting somewhere in the league I mean, it seems like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because uh who, who is uh did tim boyle was, uh, get cut dobbs tim, tim Boyle old. got cut by the
2: jets um, david, blau. Real david blau yes thank you david blau started for the cardinals
3: a little bit last year um
2: yeah. i don't know if he's still on their roster or not I to yeah dobbs is a
3: lions guy and um yeah Josh johnson yeah. Yeah. I, mean,
2: yeah.
8: out of I, I think the most impactful Cut Lions quarterback is Logan Thomas. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Now he's <laughs> a good tight end. Um, all right, producer Good day. your roar of the week. My roar of the week is um, Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's going to bounce back, Ooh. bounce back from that uh, that critical mistake last week and um, have like two sacks and a forced fumble.
6: Me, like, all right, oh, like yeah,
2: that. beautiful, like beautiful. It. Wait, what was that,
6: KJ? What was that?
2: Your, uh, Aiden Hutchinson's gonna have two sacks and a forced fumble. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, what, but oh, what that is, is that? What oh, my roar of the week?
3: Sound like a lion with COVID there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. <laughs> So my roar of the week is going to be Frank Ragnow. He returns. I think he is the glue, Woo. the MVP of this offensive line. I think when he is in the lineup, our offensive line instantly jumps up another level, allows players to go back to their other positions um, and just, you know, the golf will get the snap uh, correctly. I'm <laughs> like last week, Glasgow. Um, but I, I just think there's a reliability there. Um and obviously, that's it's an all-pro center. So I think his impact is going to be monumental. And that's why he's my roar of the week.
6: You know, I nice. yeah. I don't think it was very imaginative to steal one of UJ's roars of the week. But, uh, you know, that's fine. Well, he took like
2: five percent, ten percent of the roster.
4: So. Well, you know, he's bound to hit one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but wow well, when one you talk about units on well, a football field, the offensive line has got to be so synchronized and so together. It's like a one man. That's that's what happens.
6: We, my, one. me and my line, we won uh, offensive player of the week as an
2: offensive line <laughs> in college. <laughs> one day like, that. so that's how it works. Oh, nice. <laughs> well. Yeah. Let's get to our final segment. It's our world-famous predictions. That's right. That's like the Ryan's four-point favorites at home on Saturday night at 715 Central, 815 Eastern in Detroit. Saturday night? Saturday night, yeah. Saturday night. Oh, Saturday Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. I got to call off my date. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it's interesting. It's yeah. the time of year when they do that. Um, yeah. but this is a big game, a better game than a lot of people thought coming in. Uh, with the Broncos, uh, having a big turnaround in their season, and the Lions' schedule at the end of the season actually features four teams above 500. When people thought it'd just be one, the Cowboys. So, anyways, um, lot going on. Did you guys want me to break down all the playoff? Uh, scenarios for you? Uh, there's a couple just a to tease those, us right. a little bit. Sure. Yeah, like All right, so I'll tease it. Probably. So the Lions need a win <laughs> to start a winner yeah. tie. Um, but we're just going to go with the winning scenarios. If the Lions win and Seattle loses their ties and Green Bay loses their ties, the Lions are in. Um, if Seattle loses and Minnesota loses, the Lions are in. If the Rams lose and Minnesota loses and Tampa Bay loses, the Lions are in. Uh, The Rams lose, Atlanta loses, and Green Bay loses. The Lions are in. Uh... If the, if the Rams lose, Minnesota loses. Atlanta loses. Lions are in. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now if let me go win, through though, the other oh. eight or the other oh, ten. Geez. Where if they tie, and then the results that need to happen. Oh I'm, please! Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! If, as long as we regardless, win, we're the Lions in, right? need to not lose to advance win. their playoff. There's you no
8: scenario. If, we if win, I remember 100%. correctly, if the we Lions win in, right? one game the rest of the season, 99 percent chance we're in. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh, I
6: thought it's yeah, I mean, a
5: lock.
2: The, win. the Packers losing last week was huge. Um, yeah,
5: the Lions, They win. It's Which in beautiful. General,
6: they're in the division, yeah, we lock right? it with a win, right? We lock the division? Uh, no, a any win, yes. If we, if we win. Two this wins, locked. No, playoffs. I heard, no, I heard playoff. if we win no, this week. Uh, I just went over it the scenarios with you. I would have said win it in. Did you not check
5: our group chat? It was posted in there. Yeah, there's too many silly scenarios.
4: Yeah, if we so you we just win, they, they they're what not you automatically happen? in if they win. I, Maybe, you know, they
5: okay,
6: do. I heard it somewhere, all right?
4: But it might move us yeah, up right. to, Well, you heard nine wrong,
5: Rod Dog. All right. Walter Football. Whatever you
4: do.
2: Walter Football. I haven't been on there. <laughs> That's for drafts. <laughs> well. That's not for this. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Anyways. But yes, the Packers lost Is Walter Football say, still a thing? Vito, the Italian. Uh, Babe.
5: Hey. Tommy Cutlets. Yeah. Great. Have him.
2: you seen the picture of his agent? It's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> He's at, like
5: There's no way that guy's real, but I love it. Yes. That, uh, no.
2: He absolutely looks fake. Funny. <laughs> um, anyways, let's get into our predictions, and I'm going to start with UJ.
3: Ooh. Oh, this is a lot of pressure for me. Hey, UJ, oh, yeah, but... before you go, just real quick. Yeah. If you're out on a date, remember that old uh, Home Improvement episode where Tim Allen's I out do. on a date? I, he's got the earpiece in. He's listening to the game and trying to react to his wife. Yep. Anyway, you might be doing that. And there's right that now. other
4: couple at the other <laughs> table, and he's trying to watch the game too, and they're all turning.
3: Yeah. Sick. So that could be you this week.
4: It might be. It might be. But anyway, we don't miss Lions games. No matter what, we plan our lives around them, okay? <laughs> that's that's our, a sickness we have, but that's what we do. So anyway, okay, my prediction. Okay. First, I'll say the score. I'm going to say the Lions win this game 31 to 17. Hmm. This is not going to be a blowout, but it's going to be a nice win, a, a nice uh, win that shows we're, we're back to being one of the top teams in the NFC, okay? Uh, our offensive line and our offense in general. Uh, ben Johnson's done a lot of soul searching this week, I'm sure, in the last couple of weeks, and he's going to come up with some new wrinkles here. We're going to see a little more J Mo. We're going to see, uh, we're going to see some things open up. So, uh, and on top of that, our defense has been playing better, uh, despite what the, some observations are, but I think our defense is showing signs of improvement. We hit this weird lull in this, in the season, you know, like last year, we, we sucked the whole first half of the season and and all of a sudden we just got hot and then, uh, it's hard to beat a team like that. Denver's kind of on that roll right now, but, uh, I think we're going to find ourselves here toward the end of the season. I think we're going to find ourselves in this game, as a matter of fact. A little home cooking, 31-17. I think uh, golf's going to have a nice game. The offensive line is going to just be stellar in this game. So, uh, 31-17, that's my prediction. Beautiful.
2: All right, that's one for the Lions. Connor.
5: I think that this is not going to be a blowout. Um, I think it's gonna be a relatively close game, but I think this is my boldest prediction. I think the Lions score a third quarter touchdown today. Or Ooh, this on Saturday. Whoa. Today be um, really impressive. That's crazy. Like that. Get, that out impressive. crazy. Get out um, of here. Get out of here. I think they win twenty eight, twenty-four and never trail, but they don't really shake off the Broncos until the end.
4: So what is that your what? That your
5: My prediction.
3: Oh,
4: oh, I didn't know <laughs> we were sure. doing there that for go. that, too.
5: Here, I thought it was just a start. roar. I guess we're doing it tonight.
2: Yeah, I guess. I so. All right.
5: I, I guess that's what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> right. So that's like two it.
2: for the Lions. Connor's got the Lions winning in a, in a tight one. In a tight one. Uh, a push on the spread, nail baiter. Hey,
4: crush your head.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. The spread's four. I
3: forgot. Wow. So let problems. me throw this over
2: to Bob.
3: Yeah, you said you had a uh, um, a spread of four and a half, and I had, saw that it went to five and a half. Which, but oh, did I it move up? Yeah, that's I what I saw, and, and I half. think that's for a good reason because the Lions are freaking awesome. We're going to win this game. I I think <laughs> it's going to be a bounce back game for the Lions this week. Um, the Bears are really fired up. They for some reason Fields is like the lions is like his nemesis and okay give him the game but the lions gonna be back this week back in home home field the line will be together i see like i like i said Goff's gonna go off so i think it's gonna be a a complete team win um Goff with 300 yards close to it i see a hundred yard game from jameer gibbs and we're gonna win this thing 38 to 19 because This oh. start on the 19th, it's weird, and this is going to be a weird game for the Broncos, but that we're going to win origami. <laughs> <don't know>. that's, <laughs> that's my prediction.
4: I like it.
2: <laughs> Beautiful. what's to go?: Yeah, man. So that's three for the Lions. That's three for the lions This is a good trend. Three. A good trend. Yeah, all right, let's yeah. throw this over to Adam. What's your prediction?
8: All right, my prediction is that the Lions will win 27-24. to Uh, I'm expecting it to be a fairly close game. Uh, Goff is going to do well. Uh, He will finally have that solidified protection. He's going to have some time. And the key to this game is, like always, getting that run game going. Uh, everyone's been talking about how since week six, the Broncos have been turning around their run defense. I think we're going to eat it alive and that's going to open everything up for Goff.
2: Absolutely. So t- you have 27, 24 lions, correct?
8: 27, 24 lions.
2: All right, Lion, beautiful. Beautiful. A dude. That makes it four for the Lions. And it, no, it's funny. We have two guests on tonight. One a Broncos fan, one a Lions fan. And they both predict a Lions 27-24 victory. Find that wow. very interesting. Lions. All right. Uh, so there you have it. So, so far, all for the Lions, including our Lions Den guest as well. So that's actually five for the Lions thus far on the podcast. Oh. Uh, now let's throw it over to Red Dog.
6: All right. Um, yeah, you know, I don't think this is going to be a blowout. Or do I? <laughs> I think we're going to roll them. I think this is going to be kind of like what the Panthers did to us. They've been winning on a roll, on a streak this year. We're about to burst their little bubbles. We just got a nice little gut check. We haven't strung together two losses yet this year, and I don't think we're going to start this week. I think Jared Goff and that offense is going to be firing on all cylinders. It's going to be an air raid, ground raid, all kinds of raids. Both Montgomery and Gibbs are going to go for over 100. Maybe both on the ground. Maybe a little through the air. But over 100 yards each. Gibbs, uh, uh, St. Brown's going to get a tutty. Jamel's going to get two tutties. Defense is going to play tight. They're going to get after Russell Wilson and put his old ass in the back in the home. And uh, it's going to be 48- to five, yeah, because we Aye. take a Aye. safety at a safety? the end to kill the clock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, there uh, you have it. Don't drop no, me a starter, I just think all well, uh, predicting a safety. Them. We're going to wreck them. It's going to be a bloodbath. I just really think this. Like they're they're an up and coming team and all that, but they're riding like a six game win streak. We've been <laughs> we've been gut checked. We're ready to start putting things together for a playoff run here. So bloodbath 48 blood to 5 blood. detroit lions win my right. prediction
5: i'm gonna try to find Beautiful. out if that's yeah <laughs> yeah definitely 48 <laughs> 545
2: let's remember that one um 40 or i'm sorry I'll, I'll that's six now for the lions there's two more to go producer kid j your prediction my prediction is: I think the uh, I think the Broncos are going to come out and uh, be com- be pretty competitive and keep it close until the fourth quarter when the Lions pull away and win thirty one to twenty. That is my Ooh. prediction. Nice. Oh, nice. All right.
5: Forty eight to five would be scoregami. By the way, like what does that mean?
2: Means the, score, that means has that never the score has never happened in NFL history before.
6: Ooh, cool! Even better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I always We're love when they up. have one. It's rare. so Yeah.
5: Um, There's a Twitter account, the Scoragami bot or whatever. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. That's great. I didn't know
2: that. That's cool. Um, so, producer Kid J has a Lions winning. That's out seven predictions for the Lions to win. I am going to go with 27 to 17, a Lions victory. This is not a very <laughs> dynamic Broncos offense. I think if you shut down the run game, it gets very. It gets a lot easier because Russell Wilson is playing he's playing uh conservative this year. Um as long as as long as Kirby Joseph doesn't bite on the in route and stays back and doesn't get beat over the top, I think we're gonna be just fine this game. And I think this defense is just susceptible enough. Um, especially they match up really well with the Lions. Uh or the Lions match up really well with the Broncos, I should say rather. Um and I just love that they're coming back home after a couple games. Uh the Lions are Desperate for that type of energy uh, just to, you know, pick this team up after a rough outing last week. And this team is going to get one step closer to a division win, the first NFC North division title.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I cannot
2: wait. Maybe they clinched it by the end of the weekend. I don't know. Um, but it'll be great to have that win on Saturday. Watch the, the rest of the teams play on Sunday to maybe see if we clinch or not. But um, Ooh, yeah. anyways, 27 to 17. And those are all our predictions. And every single person that's made a prediction on this podcast has predicted a lion's victory. Let's all right. We're never done wrong, never We're wrong in We're 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 the podcast, except for four times. Have we ever done that before where
4: we all predicted the same thing? Has that ever happened? Before? Only once,
5: ever
6: happened
4: before in history.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd like have crazy. to go back and check the tape. I'm not, the, not sure. The not forefathers week, right? tell
6: of a time when once it was done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Well, yes. we want to thank our guest picker Adam for joining the podcast. Adam, Thanks, thank Adam. you so much, Thanks, Adam. Uh, Thank you, Adam, for joining the pod, and we hope you have a great
8: yeah. Thank you rest for weekend, and
2: a great holiday, and hopefully the Lions can gift you a victory. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the Lions are can't dying. wait for Saturday. Booya! Yeah. So, gentlemen, let's wrap up the podcast. Here. All right. Um, so. Uh, you know, uh, this is going to be. Oh, by, by the way, I did. I did just check DraftKings. It went. I don't know if it jumped up to five, but it's back down to four now. Uh, the, the spread. So. Oh, okay. Um. And the over under is forty eight. Forty eight. So a lot of our kind of right on par. Forty eight. <laughs> I got the over, baby. Yes, you do. Um, just barely though. Just barely. Lions um, got it almost by themselves. Yeah. So. That's why they gave um, up the safety. They wanted the over. So, yeah. So we'll wrap up the podcast here. Um, you know, Saturday game. Uh, I will just, just stay tuned to our subscribe to our YouTube channel at DTBK or type in drinking the blue Kool-Aid and subscribe, get notified when we have a live stream. This I was debating the- right now if we're having a live stream or not, uh, after the game on Saturday, uh, to be determined um he may
6: be too inebriated so there is <laughs>
4: depends on little z how he's sleeping that day yeah yeah
6: are you kidding me little um, z's gonna be the one <laughs> on the pod first he's most excited about the dub
4: hi
2: uh, when he starts speaking uh he's, he's 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 getting on here this is gonna be homework for him um <laughs> We'll have him control our social media accounts. How about that? Hey Zach, like, can oh, you come out to play go.
6: after tonight school tonight? No, I gotta go <laughs> on the pod with my dad. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well maybe I'll maybe I'll control our social media accounts at Instagram or on Instagram at drinking blue Kool-Aid or Twitter slash X at drinking lions. Or as I, I mentioned on YouTube, uh at DTBK or Drinking Blue Kool-Aid, type it in, subscribe. That's just for our live stream or live reactions after the games. Um but yeah. So other than that, thank you to sideline report.com for supporting the podcast. really appreciate that. And thank you to our producer,
4: KJ
3: KJ. He always
2: does a great job producing the podcast. He's the um, best. He's I the best. Forgot to mention so email. Drinking the blue Kool-Aid at gmail.com. If you want to throw us any messages or anything like that or any correspondence, there it is for you. I'll we'll just chit chat. Um, I don't think I'm missing anything. Spotify, Apple, regular podcast. please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. Always greatly really appreciate that. A nice Christmas gift for us, a review. It could be good or bad. Maybe it's coal in the stocking. I don't know. Uh, but either way, Preferably we appreciate good. it no matter what. We need coal for our
4: harnesses. You
2: do. It's good. <laughs> what is that, UJ?
4: We need coal for our furnaces to give us heat. (laughs) Exactly. Send this coal. Gratefully accept it.
2: Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for the night here. Uh, If you're a listener, we thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, We greatly appreciate your support. We hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back reacting to the game. Hopefully on Saturday night, if not Sunday. Um, And that podcast would be released on Monday. If it's done on Sunday, if it's done on Saturday, it'll be released on Sunday. Everybody felt that? Got kind of. Okay. Sort of. So yeah. thank you, everybody, for sure. listening. We greatly appreciate you. And last but not least, as always, go. <laughs>
3: oh. <mumbles> <laughs> Forward down the field.
2: A charging team that will not yield. And when the blue
3: and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave.
4: Rock, rock, rock.
2: Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain
6: a Lions victory. Go! Go.